Good morning, Dashley family. Man, it's good to see you. Gosh, look at you today. You are a beautiful soul. Are you talking to me or to them? Them and you. Thank you. (sighs) I just got back from the gym. I just chugged a whole Coke Zero. I took three multivitamins. Wait, you did Coke Zero for your water? What? You did Coke Zero for your water? What do you mean for my water? Like? Coke Zero is water. It's the nectar of life. We talk, but I drink a lot of water too. So did you really? Yeah. Okay. Dallin's main struggle is not using Coke as his main form of of liquid attainment. <laughs> I think Ashley finally gave up and and is allowing me to have this one thing that I love so much. Oh, no, I'm Coke not. Zero. It's dangerous what? for you. Why? Because you have a, you take blood pressure medicine, and caffeine is a known blood pressure. Like it makes your blood pressure go higher. <laughs> You're basically negating out. everything you do. <laughs> we can talk more about this later. Anyways, you guys, we have a really fun podcast for you today. Ashley found um Ashley. I have found idea, a actually. great article. Yeah, so we're gonna dive into this. <laughs> if you're into We've things. been thinking about it for a while, and we have some other segments of the podcast, and we have a news story of some breaking news, and let's dive into it right now. Okay, breaking news, people. The Loch Ness monster has been potentially identified as not a monster but instead a giant eel which some would say is still a monster <laughs> yeah eels are terrifying yeah have you seen aren't they little eels mermaid? For, yeah from little mermaid Creepy so little i things. think technically they're it's still a monster and they don't specify how giant it might be but i guess we have more concrete information on its genetic makeup I feel like I'm on CNN right now. (laughs) Okay. So a team of researchers have recently used DNA samples taken from the lake in Scotland where Nessie is believed to dwell and have concluded... Nessie. (laughs) Say that one more time. Nessie. And have concluded that the creature may not be like such a mysterious creature. The DNA samples that they took from the lake had like a crazy amount or they were super similar to eel DNA, which is really cool. What does Creed say? Two eyes, two ears, a nose, a mouth, a Does he, about the Loch Ness Monster? Yeah. (laughs) With the head of an egret and the body of a snake. And the reward for its capture? All of the riches of Scotland. So let me ask you one question. Why are you here? That's what Creed says. That just reminds me of Michael when he's like, what is he trying to explain? Some kind of, I don't know. I forget what he's trying to explain. The I think that's the grief. The falcon. Oh, yeah. The how grief he, episode. I don't know. It's funny. Anyways. I think. The, so it could just be a ginormous eel. eel. So it's not like some dinosaur monster. It's just an eel. But again, are eels like descendants of dinosaurs like crocodiles? Probably. They're like the freakiest ocean creature. So Ursula is the one we should actually be looking for in this lake. Yeah, probably. Okay, the next thing we wanted to talk about is we had a major family moment yesterday. Um, For those of you who have kids or for those of you who have seen people who have kids, so to all of you, it's (laughs) like, it's like a, I don't even know, like there's a lot of stuff involved and it kind of impedes adventure, all of the things. Like you can't really climb a mountain with a stroller. Or 
like it's just hard to have like free feel free and like have or in a backpack you can only go so long before the kid like before like your shoulders fall off tired and needs to eat lower back or yeah and needs a diaper change it just gets harder we went on an adventure yesterday we went to thanksgiving point we are new season pass members Gosh, and love that place. Like that place just got so much better to me. We go, went to the children's museum and we've never done like the outdoor area because I thought it was just like a little playground. It's like a mini Central Park. Anyways, we didn't take a stroller for the first time ever on a family adventure. Yeah. And George and, and James just ran around together and it was like the cutest thing. It was. Just, they just interacted and played. I love watching little James. Like she loves holding my hand as we walk and she kind of does this little jump up and down dance every once in a while as she walks. Uh And I was just in daddy heaven yesterday. I feel like we see them more when they're not in a stroller. Uh This is the first trip we've ever done without a stroller. James is, she's gotten really good at walking. Like she's been walking for a while, but it's kind of been a like toddle. I don't know. I feel like she's finally walking like a toddler and not like a baby who just learned how to walk. Mm-hmm. She's way more stable and fast. And George, bless his heart, he's getting more adventurous and less of like like Prince Ali Ababwa wanting to be carried everywhere. Yeah. Or demanding that he be carried everywhere. It was just really fun and just so freeing to not have to push a double stroller everywhere through everything. Yeah. They were really, really, really just adventurous and playing yesterday and it was so fun to watch and we didn't even vlog it it was just like a family outing we took some instagram stories so hurry and go see them on instagram before they go away <laughs> but we should probably go back and vlog that place soon because it's there's so much fun stuff that would be so a really cool. fun vlog to have dallin and i had this moment where we sat down next to each other and just looked at each other and it was the first time where i think i feel like it was the this was the first like family outing where we weren't like stress, like our kids didn't cry for three hours there. And it's fine if they cry, but I feel like they just, they, both of them aren't babies anymore. They were just toddlers and they were having so much fun. They were just playing with each other and we were in the outside park. They were so independent. I guess that's the word. They've never been that independent before. We were just kind of sitting there like, wow, we like, do they need our help with anything right now? Or like, can we just like sit and hang out with each other while they're playing? I turned to Dallin and I was like, we need to come here all the time. This is like a date. I know. We just sat there and talked and the kids just played. It was like in a movie. I don't, I think that's the stage we're entering. Our babies are less, are not babies anymore. And they're turning into kids who don't need as much attention or like guidance or like George plays now without us helping him to play, which has been, James hasn't had any issue with with that. George has always just kind of been so much more reserved and timid and just, I, I don't know those words. And it's, we've always had to really like try to get him to engage with stuff in the past. Mm-hmm. And he's, this past couple months has just like blossomed into a highly independent child, child, man, man, child, little man, bear cub. Mm-hmm. And he has, um, well that George definitely has. And I've noticed James, she loves doing whatever George does. Uh-huh. Anything he does, she'll run over there and try to do it too. Just eat like anything like. When I change George's George's, diaper and she sees me, she'll just like 
but she'll be 10 feet away and just lay down yeah. like George is laying down. Anything we're doing too, if we're cleaning something, she'll go and grab a towel or a little washcloth she finds and just start scrubbing like the oven or something. She's in the super kitchen. fun. George has always been hard to connect with. He's very like reserved and inside of himself or he was as a baby. Like he used to sit in his baby seat, like the car seat seat with his hands like folded and just looking out or when he was James's age he didn't like to touch anything he was very like sensory sensitive so he carried around a spatula everywhere and that's what he used to interact with the world <laughs> or he's just very like one track mind like he likes one thing until he doesn't like that thing and he likes a new one thing like for a while it was his spatula and then it was drawing on the whiteboard and then it was down skateboard and that was the only thing he liked to do James is way more like, flexible and just kind of like come like come with me and enjoy it like whatever's happening i want to try she just rolls with the punches a lot better george has four comfort items <laughs> he has like four. that he needs to take everywhere he has his pacifier and i love and it his blanket I... and he has two toys jet and dizzy from super wings and it's so cute and i like honor but i just that. wonder where that difference comes from i like, think it's just born in them it's just their personalities but george james, is... james has no comfort items no bob ever no soft. like she rejected me at the age of nine months and yeah was... she was like hey i'm done nursing now by the way one day george like since the day he was born, has loved his pacifier, has loved his blanket. Like he would hold it to his face since the day he was born. He's always had all of his comfort items. He's always been very particular and James just isn't. Yeah, it's funny. It's just funny to see these little different personality types in them. I think they're good for each other. I think like George sees James even now, like she'll be brave with things that he's timid about and he'll watch her do it and make sure he, she survives and then try himself. Yeah. That's like, I see me in that. I was always the watcher in so my family. Sweet. That's so fun. Yeah. It's funny. And it was, if you live in Utah, the don't go to the natural museum of curiosity and think that it's just the indoor stuff that's worth going to the outdoor stuff was amazing it was so the kids adventured for hours and they would go back gladly it yeah. was huge we fed fish there we was, played in a big playground we ran through a maze of bushes we played in a water, giant sand pit a, maze, a zip line it was so big and you could like we didn't even explore the whole thing i feel like the maze yeah. part we didn't even touch the maze part me and george ran through it a little bit oh but it was so like so well kept and, and this done. is not sponsored by thanksgiving point by the way no. If you're listening Thanksgiving Point and you want to sponsor us, we'll be glad to. I was just shocked that I've been there so many times and I've never gone outside because I thought it was just a little playground. I don't mm -hmm. know. The good stuff is outside. I mean, great stuff is inside. Yeah. But the good stuff is outside too. So go there if you're from Utah. And if you're not, but planning on coming to Utah, make that a day trip because Thanksgiving Point in Lehigh, Utah is super, super, super cool. And no one's there after five o'clock. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, what's your segment, Ash? My segment is called A Look Inside Our Marriage. Oh, dun, 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 dun. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um, what's your segment, Ash? My segment is called A Look Inside Our Marriage. Oh, dun, dun, fun. Dun, dun, dun. That's what this whole podcast is, pretty much. No, I thought, well, we just had a moment yesterday. So Dallin and I are like madly in love and we're happy and... But there's like ups and downs of marriage. And I feel like we had a down, like, like Jane, like after James was born was a really hard time for me. And I just be like all of the whole postpartum stuff. It was way worse than when it was with George. And I don't know if that's because I had less personal time or just because like the hormones hit harder or I don't know what it was, but it was a lot harder postpartum journey for me with James. And it really affected our marriage because I think there was a lack of understanding on both sides. Um, and like long story short, I have been just feeling like there's something between us. Like we were trying to get back to like, we're trying to like, like, you know how there's ups and downs and I feel like we can't get to the up. Like we're kind of stuck in the middle of just like how our, how we feel with about each other or like, like closeness or, or friendship. I mean, like, Obviously, we're friends and obviously we're close, but I feel like there have been times in our marriage where we've been better friends or closer. Um, and I couldn't put my thumb on it, but and Dallin's been like, what's like, what is it? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't even I don't think we can even talk about it because I don't even know what it is. And that's like who I am. I just think about things for a really long time until I know what it is. So I don't misspeak or say something that's not like how it should be said but I finally figured out or I think I figured it out I think we just both had like expectations of each other that weren't met and we kind of have these like really deeply placed like harboring like maybe not ill feelings or like feeling like we've been wronged by the other person lingering resentments I don't know resentment seems kind of mean I just think like like there were times where like you didn't act how how I thought a person who like loved me would act. And I just have been like, I have these like really deep resentments, like not mean or like, I hate you or just like feeling like you acted unlovingly toward me. And then I think you have the same thing. I think first, I mean, I'm guessing I, I can't read your mind, but like, I feel like you've had like, like there's just these things that keep coming up. Like when we get mad at each other over different things, it always becomes the same fight. I feel like, or we go back to the same hurt instances, like where we felt hurt. Just things that we hadn't forgiven each other for. Yeah. That's the word, I guess, because every time we get in an argument, it always goes back to those things. Neither of us felt, we both felt like we were right. 
and we both had points or that we were hurt and we were both hurt but the other person's like why did that hurt you to, or to like, each of us are saying why did that hurt you to the other person how can that have hurt you and like, it's just um yeah so ashley and i did a lot of time interrupting your thought your this is your segment i think Keep i'll going. just add to like it was a lot of like how could you how could you feel how like, how could you let that hurt you when I was going through a much harder time? I think we both felt that a little bit. Like, yeah, I get how that's hard, but like, did you, could you look over at me and see that I was having a worse time than you kind of thing? Yeah. And I think we both... I think mine came from a lot more selfish standpoint than yours did, though. I was just like lost. But I don't know what's going on in your head. Maybe yours had some I selfish the, aspects, I too. I don't think I did. I didn't even Nobody know what was does. going on in my head, either. Like yeah. I was, I feel like I become a different human after I have a baby uh-huh. and it's just like this crazy jumble of sadness, basically. Yeah. I mean, we, you just can't compare your life after baby to life before baby, especially the honeymoon phase of your marriage. No, like the year after I have a Ash baby. Ash and I would just, we would be spent so much time together. We would have, you have to literally re-script yourself, your mind and your life after you have babies because so many i don't so like this is our marriage because like dallin if we ever had another child he would need to prepare himself for that because uncontrollable things happen in to me that like it's like a ride i just need to ride out it's like eight months of just i don't know i guess like post depression or just like these crazy huge I feel like I'm a happy person and usually like my happy emotions are bigger than my sad emotions and it just like flip-flops after I have a baby and it takes a while to like come back. And then when it does, it like it takes a while for it to just like the, for them to be the same, happy and sad, and then for the happiness to get higher than the sad too. Like it's just a long time and it takes a long time for my body to like recover. Maybe it's a C-section thing. But like yeah, in a know. nursing thing, I don't know. But I just could have had a lot more empathy for you in the past than I did. And um, well, like, I don't want to get into that. Well, like, obviously, so, I could yeah. have had more empathy for you. We both could have. So it's just like both recognizing that we hurt the other person, even though we felt justified in our feelings. I mean, who doesn't? And so we just, at finally, Ashley and I, well, well I'm, I really appreciate Ashley Dallin for doing this. Dallin and I this. were just laying in bed and I was like, I just looked over at him and I said, like, I forgive you. And it was super, it was really good. And and I was like, I forgive you. And anything that happens from this point on, it's not going to connect to that. Like, if ever, anything you do, I'm not going to like draw a line back to that. Like, he's doing this and... I felt it was a lot of that. Like if you would make me mad, I would be mad at that. And then also like anger or resentment would boil up from past stuff. Or like I would connect the two, like he did this then, he's doing this now. Like, I don't know. I don't even know how to put words to it, but I feel like everything that happened would like be added on top of those hurts or like those feelings of being wronged or not understood or not being treated like a friend or someone who you loved or like and i'm sh- and i know you were doing it too like little things were just annoying us about each yeah, other Yeah, just one one thing that ashley did aligned with something that had hurt me in the past i'm just like here she goes again or something yeah, like, that. like that and it just like 
And it just multiplies the hurt. And like things are never violent. I don't, I feel like we, it wasn't like a huge thing. It was like this little thing in our marriage where I didn't feel like we were like able to like move forward how we wanted to or like reconnect how much we wanted to reconnect. And I think it, like we just like told each other, it wasn't, we said sorry. Cause I don't think either of us like was purposefully doing anything wrong or like, it was just like, I forgive you kind of, which is, well, I said, sorry, uncomfortable to like, you can someone... apologize for hurting the other person, even though you don't think you did anything wrong. Like you can feel bad that you hurt the other person. Yeah. This is like another fight we have about when it is appropriate to say sorry, but I think you can always apologize for hurting another person. I know. Even if you didn't mean to. I just don't think there's like a need to apologize if. Here you go again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Go talk to our therapist about that one. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I would really appreciate it, Ashley, saying that she forgave me for that. And I it just felt a lot of I mean, peace you in did my too. Heart. You said and, the same thing. It, and I said, I forgive you to you. And we just both said it to each other over and over again and just kissed each other a whole bunch. And it just felt really, really good. And after that, I just felt like we were in this moment, like present moment, looking forward together instead of like tied to a bunch of hurts in the past. And it like, just felt but, really, really good. Yeah. And let it be known, like we talked about all that other, that's all we've been talking about for like three months and it just needs to like go away. I feel like it's just a bunch of, just because we're growing, blah. changing, evolving people and i'm not the same person i was back then and you're not the same person you were back then i mean mostly we are but certain aspects are always changing and improving and we're working on ourselves and um it's like ashley is allowing me to do better and i'm allowing her to do better and like try a little harder to be a little better at like being empathetic and respectful and loving it's just like moving on and it just felt like we turned we turned the page and let the past be the past and looking forward together. And it just felt really, really, really good. So um, if you, I mean, and it, just look inside and, and see if there's anything that you might be harboring against your significant other. And just like as much as it hurts and as hard as it is, like just Close. see if you can get to that point where you can just forgive them. I and just, it just feels really good. Yeah. I just felt the door just like, like there's no way to erase what happened and the door just needed to be closed like forever. Just like we don't go there anymore. Yeah, it feels amazing to just turn the page and to just look at each other and say we love each other and have goals that we're working on and not comparing things what's what's going on, not comparing what's going on now to what happened in the past and just forgiveness. Man, it feels great. So, um Thank you guys so much for listening. This was a little shorter podcast, but it's just something that we wanted to get out there and share with you and get off our chest because it just feels so good. And have a great day. Thank you so much to our podcast supporters. We love you all. Thank you for listening and we will see you next time.